you've probably heard a lot of people talk about critical race theory. You may be confused as to what it is and whether you should support it or not. So in this podcast series, I'm going to break it down for you of what I've studied and some of my conclusions to let you know where I stand and let you make your own opinion. Hey, I'm William Dyer. This is Dyer Conversations. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. Okay, guys, look, if you're new to this podcast, let me introduce myself. I'm William Dyer, and I'm a Christian. And I'm a Christian because I think the evidence supports the fact that the Bible is reliable, God is real, and that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And so my goal in life is to constantly examine evidence, you know, not just believe what people tell you, but try to figure out things on my own. So this topic, critical race theory, I'm going to let you know right off the bat, it's a heavy topic. I mean, it's something that's very um, prevalent in our society right now, and it's, it's a sensitive topic. A lot of people get really worked up over it, okay? So to give you a little bit of background, um, I spent last semester uh, in the fall, because I'm in grad school and I'm doing philosophy uh, as my major, I spent last semester studying um, critical race theory. I studied it all semester. I read books that were for it. I read books that were against it. I read articles about it. I read things that were even um, not directly associated with it, but still had some um, you know, good information to help me to understand it. I wanted to do my own research and not just believe what everybody told me I should believe or that I had to believe. And then I wrote a 30-page paper in the class uh, on this topic. So I only say that, not not to try to tell you that, oh, I got every answer to this topic, or, you know, I know everything, or you should just come to me. I want you to do your own research. But this is part of your own research, right? Just like I went to books to study about it, you're coming here and using this as a piece of your information so you can study out this topic, and I appreciate it. So make sure to leave some comments below or questions or whatever thoughts you have um, you know, let me know. You agree or disagree with some of my conclusions and you think I'm missing something or I'm spot on. Let me know. Now, before we jump like head first into dealing with this topic, I want to make some preliminary comments. And the first one is this. The format of this podcast series I'm doing is we're going to walk through the paper that I wrote for the grad school. And so every comment that I reference, you know, like whether it be um, a book or an article or something I read online, I'll put in the footnotes, um, you know, in the comment section below, I'll footnote all that so you can go fact check me. Or if you're like, hey, that sounds like a really good resource. I want to go read, you know, the whole section or maybe even that entire book or article. You can go do that uh, yourself as well. So all that will be in the description below, whether you're listening to this on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts or whatever it's going to be in the description. Okay, the second thing is this that I, that I want to talk about is this is a sensitive topic. Okay, and what I realize in studying this topic out is um, popular culture has uh, d- drawn a very hard, fast line in the in in the sand. You either completely accept critical race theory, or you're racist. I found this to be very elementary um, in thinking, you know, and just not objective, not honest. Okay, so I need to lay out there from the very go. I'm not going to hide my opinions. You know, I'm not going to dance around them. I'm going to let you know right off the bat. I studied this thing out for, you know, dozens and dozens of hours. Like I said, I read books for it. I read books against it everywhere in between. The conclusion I've come to is that I absolutely reject critical race theory 
for many reasons, and I think it's extremely detrimental uh, to our society. And I think it actually has some racist overtones to it. But with that being said, we need to understand that critical race theory does not have the corner market on social justice or on racial inequalities or any sort of other racial issues. So as I've stated before, and if you've ever listened to my podcast, you'll realize that I'm a Christian, okay? So I believe that every life has inherent value because we're all created in the image of God, whether that's male or female, black, white, Asian, Latino, or anything in between, we all are created in God's image, all right? So on top of that, I can reject, and you can reject, critical race theory, okay, without stating that we, you know, um, don't want to hear from minorities, right? Like, I understand that I grew up in a certain demographic, whether it's race or my social economic background, what my parents did for a job or any of that sort of stuff. There are people who grew up with completely different backgrounds, again, whether it be their race or social economic background, different state, whatever. Just because I reject critical race theory, does not mean that I am not willing and trying to be humble enough to listen to people who have different backgrounds, different experiences than me, to hear from them, to think about, you know, what their worldview is and what has shaped that and how maybe I can learn from them. So that that's the first thing, right? Like, you should not be scared to understand that you can reject critical race theory but still be willing and able to listen to people who have different backgrounds from you uh, to learn from them. Okay, next is we can still reject critical race theory and understand that the American system is not perfect, right? Like I'm not one of these people that champions uh, like uh, America, America, America. Believe me, I think that the foundation of America is the greatest foundation for any country that has ever existed. Does that mean that it's not that it's without flaws? Absolutely not. No, there's plenty of flaws. I like history. I study history. Currently, right now, I'm reading a book on Thomas Jefferson. It's very critical of him in certain aspects and positive uh, in other aspects. So, you know, there are things about America from our ancient past to even our present that are very much worth being criticized. Okay. So I'm not sitting here uh, creating some idealistic view of America as if we don't have any flaws, we do everything perfect, and we don't have anything to learn. Believe me, if you talk to me in a private conversation, I have plenty to criticize about America, you know, especially where we're at right now. But I even understand, uh, you know, from my background and what I've done and how I've grown up and, you know, what my wife does for a living, that the system that we have in place in America has a lot of room of improvement. And there are certain, um, you know, political things that have happened in our culture that do create what we call, you know, what my wife and I call this like generational cycle, where it's almost impossible for certain people to get out of that cycle. Uh, And they just end up repeating the same sort of lifestyle as their parents, this negative lifestyle that ends them up, you know, whether it be drugs or jail or bad life decisions, and it's terrible. You know, I 100% agree that there's a lot of these things that need to be uh, improved upon. But that doesn't mean that I have to accept critical race theory. So in this podcast series, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, explain to you the actual um, tenets of critical race theory from 
the the actual books that I've read that that are supporters of critical race theory, they say this is what we believe. This is you know our propositions that we're putting forth. So I'm going to explain to you what they are. We're going to uh, critique them and evaluate them. But then I'm also going to show you the um, the way critical race theory uh, arose. Right? It didn't just pop up in some sort of vacuum. There's there's an actual history behind how this thing arose, and we're going to see. Um, how that plays into it. So say all that. That's the introduction. We have to understand um, philosophy a little bit. Now, I don't want you to tune out of this episode because you're like, oh, philosophy, he's going to start, you know, talking about like if P, then Q. No, we're not getting into like this analytic sort of philosophy about propositional statements. We're not going to be talking some deep metaphysics or like the ontological discussions about God's existence. That's not what I'm getting into when I say philosophy. When I'm talking about philosophy here is more of the formulation of ideas and then how those ideas get spun into future ideas and what forms from those ideas and policies that get made from those ideas. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of people in our culture, they have this uh, like agnostic sort of view about philosophy. It's like, oh, philosophy is that thing that uh, certain academic people talk about. It's up in the ivory tower. But, you know, it's not something that really, you know, it's real people in the real world talk about. It's more of like for professors to give you an elective in college. That's about the only relative, um, you know, relevant nature of philosophy. People are familiar with names like Plato and Aristotle. You may even be familiar with the statement, I think, therefore I am, which is from Rene Descartes. But you probably don't know what these guys actually teach or care what they teach or even understand how it may or may not be relevant to what we believe today. All right. And that's okay. Like, not everybody has to get into this sort of stuff, but I think everybody does need to have some sort of concept of how ideas in the past very much shape what we believe today. And what I want to point out is that everything we do in our culture, in in any culture you live in, whether you're in China or Canada or America, whatever you do is based on philosophy and philosophical ideas. So there's an American philosopher and evangelical theologian. His name is Francis Schaeffer. You may have heard of him before. Um, He says this. I'm giving you an example here of why uh, you need to understand how philosophy of the past can affect our current state of affairs today. He's when he's talking about the French Revolution, and again, if you know anything about history, you know that the French Revolution was extremely like a, a bloody revolution, and it ends up in the dictatorial rule of Napoleon Bonaparte. Okay, so. You know, if you know anything about history, you understand, you know, kind of how that all uh, transpired. But Francis Schaeffer says this about how the French Revolution came about, the bloody aspect of it, and then, you know, how Napoleon used that and took over, um, you know, France from this. He says, it was due to the French's attempt to reproduce the English conditions without the Reformation base, but rather on Voltaire's humanist enlightenment base. Now, all that, all that means is, he says, listen, um, the reason why we got the French Revolution, um, you know, and all the bloodbath and Napoleon from that, the reason why we got that is because the French tried to reproduce what the English did without God. 
They try to do it on a humanistic, uh, philosophical base. That should tell us something. And what it tells us is that ideas matter. Ideas matter because ideas turn into actions. And those actions could lead to a revolution. And that revolution could be extremely bloody where a lot of people lose their lives. So in my paper, I want to read to you a quote from my paper. So this is actually from me. I write this, Today's ideas become tomorrow's revolutions. Philosophy, therefore, is not confined to the ivory tower. It walks our streets, paints our art, composes our music, writes our laws, dictates our educational curriculum, elects our politicians, determines our diet and workout routines, and so much more. The question is not whether or not to add philosophy to our cultural canvas. Rather, it is which philosophy will be painting your cultural picture. I want you to think about that for a minute, right? Like everything you do, whether it be what you eat and how you work out, to the sort of music you listen to, um, to the educational uh, curriculum that we teach our kids. It all is based on our philosophical ideas. So the question is not, you know, do we have philosophy or no philosophy? It's which philosophy do we have? And we need to understand, is this philosophy going to lead to a bloody inroad or to peace and harmony? and to a prosperous society. That's extremely important. And this is why we can't shy away from talking about things like critical race theory, because critical race theory is an idea, and it's based on a philosophical system. And that's what we're going to go through. I'm going to show you what all that means. So with that being said, we're going to end this first episode and I just wanted to give you an introduction to how this podcast uh, series is going to go. So hang on, you know, to what we're doing here. I know it's going to get uh, messy. I know it's going to get a little sticky. People are not um, calm about this topic at all. People get really worked up over that, but that's okay. Listen, I'm humble enough to want to hear your thoughts, to want to hear your opinions. Listen, if you're out there right now and you are an advocate for critical race theory, um, or if you're a minority and you know you feel like you've been really hurt by people in America or white people or whatever it is, I want you to know, I welcome your conversation. I welcome your comments. I welcome your thoughts. And if I know you personally, like if we're friends, social media, you know, acquaintances or whatever, I have no problem having a conversation with you and even bringing you on the podcast if you're open to that. All right, as long as we can have civil dialogue to try to figure out what is best for our culture, where we can humbly listen to each other and talk about how we can make America a better place for everybody. Hey, thanks guys for tuning in to this podcast series. Make sure you stay tuned for the future episodes as we break down what critical race theory is, where did it come from, and whether you should support it or not.